You're listening to the RGJ Experience, Millennial Conversations, because sometimes therapy is just not in the budget. Uh, uh, uh. Welcome to the RTJ Experience, episode 13, you dig? <laughs> Experiences of being a realist. Ooh! Mm-hmm. I am so excited to talk about this one. First of all, I will just say shout out to everyone who had a lovely Thanksgiving. Shout out to everyone who was involved in my Thanksgiving. I love my family. And shout out to you for being here weekly with me. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, and tell a friend, and then tell a friend, and then tell a friend. But I'm really excited about this. So, like I said, experiences of being a realist, right? Now, most of the time, people like to paint us as a negative Nancy, and we need to be singing kumbaya and gather around the campfire and just hold some hands. And as a realist, we are not there to be optimistic, and we are not here or there to be pessimistic. We are all here. We're just here to deliver the whole truth and nothing but the truth. We are here to gauge what is going on and properly manage expectation. Now pull up your chair and listen closely because I'm about to drop some gems on you today. And now I, because I enjoy being someone looking at a situation and seeing what's real. You got to be objective in, in, in those weird scenarios in order to succeed as a realist. Now you have to look at the perimeters of a problem. Be able to remove personal feelings and emotion. Look at what could happen versus what did happen. And sometimes when you do all that, you have to be able to reel in the spirit of discernment and be like, you know what? This ain't gonna work out. And then people be like, you know what? Oh my God, Archie, you're just not with it. You're being a pessimist. And what it really is, is I'm being logical about what it is and where we are. I'm doing the math and it's coming out as a negative 35. And listen to me when I say, shit ain't gonna work because we ain't gonna get nowhere with a negative 35. It's also highly important to note that pessimists draw their ideas and thoughts from experience. You hear that? But as a realist, no matter the good or the bad, you hold on to reasonable belief, reasonable action, Analyzing the situation and getting to the root of the problem. That is very key. And most pessimists enjoy being in a, a negative space, which is irritating. Those are the people that have dealt with, you know, or have had, you know, those certain circumstances in their childhood and their past that has created them to be this type of person. And they expect those things to fail, whatever that situation is at that time. And if you are a pessimist, And most pessimists know that they are pessimists, so don't give me the BS as if you don't know when I'm speaking directly to you. Come out of that. And there is solid belief that mindset changes outcomes. And that's where being op to that's where being objective comes in. Being it can be asking a whole lot for someone to change all that thinking if that's what they're used to. But if you analyze that, hey, maybe I'm that 
person who's always just thinking on the negative end of the spectrum. You kind of gauge that personally, and you recognize when it's time to make a choice. Have you... Have you ever watched <laughs> the Teletubbies? Yes, Teletubbies. Yeah. Have you ever watched the Teletubbies? For example, the baby in the Teletubbies was an optimist. As it's like, oh, look at the sun. It's okay that the aliens have come and invaded our space. We'll figure it out. and We'll figure out a way to get things and to move on. And sometimes pessimists are really fucking annoying. Okay? <laughs> There's that. What's so funny about being pessimi- being a pessimist and optimist is that they are total extremes. There is no in the gray for them. I've been in situations where someone is just like, no, 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 no. It's going to work out if you believe in love after love. Like if you, that. And then on the other side, it's like, yeah, you know what? You might die if you do that. Total ends of the spectrum. And you, as the realist, are just like, well, what the fuck is the, what's the issue here, guys? Let me analyze the situation logically. They are like the devil and the angel on the shoulder. If to kind of put it in perspective for you. You see that? You you look at a situation as a realist, and the, the most important thing is you see it for what it is. And you take out the emotion. I would like to point out that hope is still involved in objectiveness. You say this is the situation, but it could be this. There's a balance. And when you get that down packed, you're on your way to being a realist. You feel me? You know what being a realist is at its core? Living your truth. For example, you know, I come from a hyper-religious background, and guess what? I'm not with it. You know, I'm fresh out of college, I'm a millennial, and I'm not with the shit. (laughs) But don't get it twisted, I'm very spiritual. But this is a perfect example of real versus being a realist. A real truth is that owning your religion is you being real. Now, a realist is what is applied in how you deal with it. Like, how do I tackle the situation to get the best outcome when you know your family is religious and you want maybe want to tell them something not necessarily of biblical standards? If your family is trying to rope you into something that you don't hold the same belief system anymore, the pessimist is telling you, forget them. They ain't have a clear mind of life anyway. That's why they're still complacent. Tell them and their Bible to kick rocks, right? And the optimist is telling you, but oh baby, they love you. They have your back. It's not that deep was the worst that could happen. And the realist, hello, is addressing the situation at hand with knowledge. You ask yourself, what are the expectations and managing the information you already have against the possibilities that could be in place? So good luck with that. I would say pray on it, but it's probably not your cup of tea. Y'all, let me say that in everything you do, have a system of folks that rock with you harder than Gina rocked with Martin. (laughs) That's the best part of life, right? Because even with this podcast, I wanted to start for a year. And pessimist people would tell me, oh, do it. You be so good. Just do it. Do it now. Do it now. Let me just keep it real with you. That don't help me. That don't help me get nowhere, you know? But when I came to L.A. and I mentioned it to my boy, Kaylin, 
he's he said that's cute now what are the steps that we need to make in order to get this off the ground realist shout out to galleria garibaldi <laughs> she was she, she speaking of realist she was the realist in the cheetah girls number one that's the one i rock with the most right cheetah girls and that's that's why she my girl shout out to raven simone and Gar- galleria garibaldi she kept it real when uh who was it aqua dorinda and chanel were doing the most when they thought they were going to be famous oh man together we can shoot Moon, stop the rain, even hurricane. If we oughta, what? <laughs> you can walk into space, save the human. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. In my past, I was in a state of fighting my gut uh, thoughts. At one point, I really wanted to change the atmosphere where I was in college because the first two years, I wasn't here for the university, the city, or the people. And I was trying to transfer. I, I actually tried to transfer twice, right? And I had meetings and did testing and tours and all that shit that you do when you hate a place and you're trying to get out and get out there and go get something, right? And there would always be a stopping block changing up the process so I had to come to terms and pick it apart and that is a part of being a realist knowing when to pivot know when to stop and let go of one idea and adapt to a new one I was banging on the door and you know when someone is like banging on the door for the longest and it's just like try the fucking window try the window And some don't want to try the window because it diminishes their status. But being a realist is taking the fact that it might diminish your status now, but it's going to get the shit done, bringing the results in in the long run. At the end of the day, respect your realism because you are accountable for you. You much rather be the person that everyone looks to in the end like, well, damn, you were right over that person who was just gassing up the next person to do the next move so shout out to all of those people who have listened and feel that it's time to make a change because you are that pessimist that nobody wants to hang around you know or shout out to the people that are those optimistic people looking at the things from I don't know, the happy-go-lucky view, which is the most annoying thing ever. And then, you know what? If you're a realist, be a realist. Because although people may say you're annoying sometimes or you're that negative Nancy, we need realists because looking at things from a, uh, a lens of facts is essential to everyday life. You want these people around you. Although you feel like realists are aggressive because they and we keep you honest, well, we also keep ourselves honest, and that's the fun part about it. I feel like right now I want to go watch the Cheetah Girls, you know? <laughs> Together we can shoot the moon, stop the rain, even ride a... Yeah, that's that's my song. It gets me through the day. With that, make sure you like, review, subscribe, tell a friend, all that fun stuff. Uh, but, you know, as we are building building this community up... I thank you for tuning in with me, and I'll talk to you next week right here on the RTJ Experience Millennial Conversations. What's your experience? I love you for listening. Until we speak again, follow me at RTJ Speaks.